Cody Kearsley, welcome inside the Crazy Ant Forum, guys. How are you? What's up? Good. <laughs> man, we're super excited to talk to you guys, man. We, we, we've checked out the trailer and, and we think the film looks pretty damn intense. We're going to be talking all about the film, telling everybody all about it uh, and, you know, a whole bunch more of what's going on with you guys. So what we like to do to start off the interview is kind of give a little introduction to the fans who might not be familiar with you guys um, and just kind of, you know, tell them about how you got started in the industry. What's the game plan? Uh, was it something you guys always intended on doing? Did you know early on this is this was the dream or did you guys kind of fall into it or what? I think me and Cody both got started pretty early, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I've played guitar when I was young, seven, came from an artistic family. My dad's a bit of a writer. So the movie thing kind of started more in my teens. I was doing acting, you know, theater kind of in high school. And then, yeah, then music and then being in rock bands, started doing music videos. And then, uh, yeah, then gradually kind of moved up to doing um, feature films, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I started young as well. I started in, in dance when I was like three. Um, I did plays throughout school, uh, high school, and in summer, and like some summer musicals, and that kind of thing. Was in band. I just was always kind of creative. But I went to I went to theater school when I was eighteen for three years, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what uh, started my acting journey, where I dedicated like everything towards the craft of acting. And so did you think the path was you were going to be a stage actor, theater kind of a thing? Or did you always know you were going to make the transition? And if so, how was that transition? Because, you know, playing for the back row is a whole lot different when the camera's right in front of your face, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't know I was ever going to be an actor. I just, growing up, I just liked performing. I didn't really have a specific thing. I knew what I was going to do. I just was enjoying it and was kind of seeing where it went. Um, when I when I started theater school, that's when I was like, okay, this is what I want to do for my career. This is what I want to do for my life. And... I think I, I always wanted to do television, film, and theater. I think I wanted to do all of it, but my passion was definitely theater. Um, nice. So that's where I wanted to build my career first. And that's kind of, I wanted to do Broadway. I wanted to, you know, go to the West End maybe potentially. And I, that's, that's what I wanted to do. So I thought film and television would be farther down the line. Hmm, okay. For sure. Very yeah. interesting to see how everybody's lives play out. But we want to jump right into the film River Road, Man, Oh, Man. We love talking about this type of subject matter because, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows in this entertainment industry that we all know and love. And something that's beautiful about our podcast that we do, we have an industry news segment where we talk about literally everything, the business, who's getting cast and what and everything. But we talk about how there's a good side and there is a dark side. And especially in the music industry, which is a lot of what's going on in y'all's film, um, it can be very dark and you can get caught up with a lot of the wrong people and a lot of the wrong crowd. So give me a nice little pitch, a nice little elevator pitch, as they say, Rob, of what this film yeah. is about so you can get the listeners in on it. Well, yeah, Cody plays a uh, rock guitarist. Uh, named Travis, mm -hmm. and he uh, meets a young lady who's a bit of a free spirit, and they <laughs> start a, uh, an intense... It's always a woman, man. It's always a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, at the beginning of the film, you know, he's partying, but he's trying to, like, clean up his act a little bit. But, uh, you know, just in the kind of rock band sensibility. And then, um, yeah, and then him and Zoe, the, uh, the other lead character, they kind of 
you know, it start to indulge a bit too heavily. And they start, as you mentioned, Logan, going down that dark path and mm. really taking it all the way. And, um, you know, they meet some characters, uh, you know, along their adventures. And uh, it gets pretty intense. We tried to wrap you know really ramp up the tension so you know i've heard that people you know the feedback is people get caught up and you know it does tend to you know hit that gritty dark place but then it also you know has a lot of uh there's some a little bit of comedy thrown in there as well and then some action so by the third act it should just be balls to the wall there's some twists and turns kind of craziness that's the game plan take you on a bit of a whirlwind journey yeah. Love it. Well, and I think, you know, the reason that everybody's saying you said the feedback is that, you know, everybody kind of gets caught up in it or whatever. It's a, it's because, you know, nobody wants to admit it, but we all have someone that's yeah. there, right? Someone like that that's gone through yeah. that or is going through that that we can relate to. And I think that's yeah. when films and 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 art works best is when you can connect and find something that you can go with that, you know? And so mm. rightfully so. And the trailer is by far intense. I mean, just even seeing hey. the trailer, it's pretty intense. So you guys both brought up bands. So I, I I'm kind of just wondering what was the inspiration behind this? And did you guys experience a little bit of that dark side and, and were you able to be in and out of it or talk about that a little bit? I mean, what, well, uh, where did I start? This? I've, I've been around addiction quite a, quite a lot in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sober. Uh, I have a lot of people in my life who are sober or trying to get sober. Right. Um, I worked at a, I was volunteering at a rehab center throughout uh, COVID. Um, and I still go back there once in a while. Um, and just, you know, growing up and throughout my life, I've, I've been kind of around it a lot. I worked in nightclubs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I worked in bars quite a bit. So, you know, I saw some stuff. Um, so it's definitely been a part of my life. I've seen I've seen some of the dark sides to it. So this yeah. was this was kind of a cathartic experience diving into that. Well, I was yeah, I was just about to ask, are you like trying to replay those moments while you're portraying your character? Um I don't I don't think necessarily that gets into the territory of uh that just gets into a little bit of a ter- uh, dangerous territory. For sure. But I definitely can draw from experiences and know what that that those feelings are like and then just that's kind of a starting point and then i usually build everything around what's already what's in the script you know what i mean like i get inspiration from my real life but i don't necessarily um dive into those relive those same moments if that makes sense right hey man we've all seen that dark side too right where people get a little too involved and and too engulfed in the character with their own experience and that doesn't Mm -hmm. end well as we've seen it with unfortunately so many uh and much respect for you for the sobriety and for working at the rehab and, and do, I mean, I think that stuff is so critical and so needed and for, for somebody like yourself to be able to do that. And, and I mean, much respect for you. Um, uh, Rob, how about you, man? Did you draw from any experiences? Where, where did the, where did the idea for the film come from, man? Well, yeah, I mean, being in, in the rock and roll band, you know, my best friend, uh, you know, went all the way, all the way deep, but in our movie, it's more focused on heroin. Mm -hmm. Uh, he was more into, and the people, a bunch of my friends close to me was doing alcohol, cocaine, and then it it got into crack, which was kind of a big, about 10 years ago, it was a big thing around Vancouver, uh, and Victoria where I am. So it was more, you know, that was down that path. So when writing it, it's kind of similar to what Cody was saying, which is in writing it. Yeah. You have all these experiences. I was more of like the caretaker kind of guy when it comes Mm -hmm, to the witness, I'd say, 
um, and, and around it as well. So you draw from those experiences, but at the end of the day, you're writing a creative story. You're trying to entertain kind of like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. So you kind of have both, you know, you use a lot of the things, but you're not actually, you know, it's not a diary. It's not exactly what played out, but it's, you know, very similar situations, but different at the same time. Right. Mm. But cathartic, right? Like, oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's the best way to, sometimes you could just work shit out while you're writing. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's, and that's what we try to do with the movie is to have, I like movies that do kind of put you through an emotional cathartic, uh, you know, put you through the ringer. Like I remember first seeing Magnolia, uh, uh, when I was like in high school, I was like, yeah, I was like, whew, I just went through <laughs> the whole experience with that. It's so intense, man. I like that kind of stuff. I, hopefully, people, it takes them on a little bit of a roller coaster ride and they have some catharsis. Right. I'm just loving that the young guy dropped Bonnie and Clyde. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. A film fan. You can tell. All right. <laughs> exactly. I really enjoyed, you know, I, I'm super excited to see the film. It's all on uh, Apple TV right now, right? Yeah, and then it's dropping on uh, Amazon and YouTube movies and Google Play at the end of this week. So fantastic, everybody mark that on your calendars. But I'm super excited to watch it because it was for me, it was very reminiscent of um, Candy. If you guys have seen that Mm. with Heath Ledger. Um, love it's one of my favorite movies so it's one of my favorite as well heath ledger is one of my all-time favorite actors but something like that too and especially recently um i've been having a family member that's been going through kind of the same type of situation so this this film really hit home and you know it can be kind of controversial at the same time so what do you do and what do you say about the people who give you that backlash? Because, you know, not all content is quote unquote family friendly content. So what do you say to those people who give you those backlash, even though you're trying to tell an important sto- story in the sense to, you know, try to avoid that type of situation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense? Yeah, well, speaking of candy, actually, Cody told me about candy. I hadn't seen it. I watched it right before production. Yeah. He told me about that. That's cool. Um, yeah, to be honest, I haven't really had any backlash as far as from any kind of community or addiction. You know, again, my, you know, my close friends who are now sober watch right. the movie. And again, you can't really worry about that too much. You kind of just got to do what you think is, uh, you know, make the movie you want to see and tell the story you want to tell and, you know, just trust that you're doing an honest, you know, what I think is an honest portrayal. And again, it is fiction. It's not a documentary, but yeah, you kind of just have to trust your instincts and and go with it and not worry too much about, you know, what people are going to think, you know? Well, I always go to like, if you don't piss somebody off, you didn't do something right. Yeah. I I mean, I I look at it that way, right? You can't please everybody. And if everybody loves it, then it's something's wrong. I mean, you know, you gotta have somebody fucking hate it somewhere. Right. Like that's the whole goal, man. (laughs) Talk about the casting process because the Mm. the cast is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, just, you get, you get little glimpses when you're watching it and it's just, it's so deep and it's so dark. Um, talk about the casting and then talk about how you guys dealt with that on set because it is pretty heavy and it does get pretty dark. How did you kind of keep things live and on the set and not get caught and trapped up in that? And was it during like, cause COVID kind of changed everything, right? It just kind of made it all kind of dark anyway, when you're on yeah. set and kind of just trying to figure you're walking out of bubbles and you're doing all this kind of shit, yeah. getting the temperature and everything. Talk about that in the process of the casting and what it was like with such heavy uh, content. 
we we shot the movie pre-pandemic actually that's good so we weren't dealing with that uh as far as casting goes i mean it's just kind of i don't know cody you know you you just produce an independent film i don't know what your casting process is it's wild because you're just like we kind of set the dates you know the project did get pushed a bit because we did have another actual lead actor drop out and then we pushed financials stuff happening and by the time you're shooting you're just lucky that you're even shooting um as far as casting all, all the different roles so when we cast cody so the thing was you know the project get, kept getting pushed back there were other lead actors involved, ended up dropping out. So literally we had scheduled, it was the beginning of September mm. and we had to start shooting then just our schedules, the weather we needed. So I hit up Cody and literally we had one week to start shooting <laughs> and Cody was hundred percent down, man. And it was like, in fact, Cody was on iZombie on the Friday and then we started shooting on the Saturday. Boom. Damn. To be honest, Cody, how about you- that? Pardon? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Cody, did you like kind of having the pedal to the metal and just diving in without overthinking and just kind of grinding with it? Yeah, I was actually talking about that on a different interview the other day. Um, Because when you approached me, it was like two weeks to filming or something like that. It was was like under two weeks, yeah. Yeah. So, and for me, I was was like on Riverdale at the time and I wasn't, I didn't really have many lines. I kind of had a line here and there. So... When he approached me with a script that actually had some, you know, real meaty character development and some some shit I could dive into, mm. um, and like a lead role, I was like, yeah, I, I want that film experience. I want to dive into this. It sounds hella fun, even though it was like under two weeks. Um, <laughs> I think that like that manic uh, pedal to the metal type of mentality we had going into this just suited the story. It suited the character. Hell yeah. Um, like me, me and me and Lexi who plays Zoe met up and right away we just we stopped eating. I think we went two weeks without eating in prep. That's the only thing we could really do um, to kind of get in the mindset. So we're just like, stop eating. And we we're kind of each other's support in that. <laughs> um, yeah, we went hard. We, we jumped in. Yeah. We were doing some wild stuff. And um, like Rob is able to improvise, like figure shit out on the fly like no one else i've ever seen like some of the stuff we were able to just do and like yeah. solving problems figuring stuff out in the moment like it was it was incredible we just we went well that's throttle. the whole world of indie film right there right expect it yeah and you've got to be able to adapt like that the, I, I gotta tell you though it speaks volumes to the talent of all of you cast and crew to be able to have that happen and just jump right in because not at any point would you ever think that that was the reality of the situation. The chemistry between the actors, the flow of the story, the content just from what we've seen is amazing. So that's that's huge props to the talent involved and how you guys were able to adapt and overcome a situation like that. Because that's not always easy, man. You get thrown into a pressure cooker like that. Sometimes it's just not able to overcome. And what you guys were able to pull off is amazing, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like a lot of like, you know, like even... Just our co-producers, Rob Abadi and Ethan Atrell, you know, and then Cody and Lexi. Yeah, I mean, remember, Cody, there's, we were looking for a place to find shoot this one scene. Then all of a sudden we were shooting a different scene. Then there was a beach fire. And we were like, oh, you know what? Let's just shoot that scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it looked way better than what we were planning. And that's kind of part of the deal. Uh, you know, you guys know indie filmmaking. It's kind of part of the deal where you just kind of got to – it's scary, but – 
if you just push forward, it usually works out better than what you thought it was going to Exa- be. Exactly. You know? Sometimes yeah. it's just you get the best shit when that happens. It's like yeah, you didn't totally. even think about it, but there it is. And like, yeah, yeah, that's why – it's one of my most yeah, favorite then, things about indie filmmaking is that rush and is the yeah. unknown and you just got to fly with it, man. Yeah, it's scary though. It, it can oh, get stressful. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, things get wild there. But yeah, and they, like again, Cody, another one, another scene I really like. Sorry, we're talking about scenes. I know you guys haven't seen the movie yet, but no, it's all good. So when, Cody, you're on the phone call, and we started shooting at one time, and then it started raining, and we stopped. But then when we did the reshoot, we had figured out a way better background with the cityscape. You could see the whole city, and yes. it turned out way better. So again. These happy accidents is what it's all about, you know, and uh, right. putting the pedal, as Cody said, putting the pedal to the metal and just grinding it out because it's all, it's all we could do, you know. Exactly. There was, a, there was one night where we just drove around Vancouver City, like downtown, uh, and we just jumped out. We're just like guerrilla style and filming. In different <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the permits. We don't need permits. Let's go. Like. <laughs> I've never even I've never seen a permanent mind. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love that shit. For like some of those shots, I think one of them was in the one was on the poster, isn't it? The one where well, we're smoking those lights. So what Cody's talking about is um, this one scene where again it, it worked out really great. Everyone talks about it too. It's where they're downtown Vancouver and there's all these lights flashing, kind of a neon cityscape. And we literally had nothing planned. I was just going to follow you guys around with the camera, almost music video style because there was no dialogue. Yeah. And we got to in downtown Vancouver. It's called the uh, Art Gallery. And then it ha- we didn't even know. It had all these crazy flashing lights that would go different colors. And, yeah, we got the poster shot from there, all sorts of cool stuff in the trailer from there, and just completely by accident. 100%. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because that's a hell of a trailer, bro. So like the fact oh, that that's geez, accident yeah. is fantastic, oh, yeah. man. Well, we shot we shot pretty much the whole movie with the three person crew. So <laughs> we yes. pulled off, you know. Hopefully, we pulled off some stuff. Um, I hope you guys, yeah, are able to check out the movie and kind of see what kind of shenanigans we pulled off. Dude, so inspiring for all of our listeners because we, we we the yeah. podcast is built on our listener base is built on people trying to get into it you know and yeah. it can be scary and all this but these type mm. stories that just you can do it you can run with it even yeah. if everything goes wrong you can still make this film and have it get out there and yeah. have it be seen and have it be good it's such an inspiration to hear stories like that man you guys are kick ass man like for real oh, cheers, yeah That's awesome. of course Thanks, of course I'm glad, yeah but something cool <laughs> something that yeah. i'm really curious about because we started doing this on the podcast a couple months ago um there has to be like an embarrassing moment <laughs> that was on set that you guys were like horrified by at the time and then now you're just you're laughing about it it's something you can move on past <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he's just something. that smile he's got some <laughs> Cody I can't say it Robin knows what I'm talking about <laughs> oh, is it, is it, oh. I'm not saying it though um, I'm trying to think of something else <laughs> oh bro come on you gotta share you can't just drop that and then not go with it come on now uh, okay. um, it, it's gonna be like fucking Pulp Fiction what's in the box like what's in the fucking suitcase like that's hilarious <laughs> I don't know for actors, it might be different for me. The whole production is embarrassing. <laughs> like I remember uh, like when Sonny came on, like, you know, he's a, he's a professional stand-up comedian and you try to be like, you know, 
we're doing a movie. It's got, you know, Cody Kearsley from Riverdale. And then he comes out to the my, like, production minivan I've got with just, like, duffel bags of, like, the fucking, you know, uh, the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, and, <you> know, <laughs> just everything. So ghetto. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. But acting, I think mean, it's different. You're more exposed. Right. Yeah, know, yeah. Like one of those things where you just have to be absolutely not self-conscious at all because there is one scene where – I can't remember if you had this location already planned out or if you just went into a store and kind of like offered guys some cash, but we robbed a, a convenience store and we kind of shot there at one point and the, there was people in a bar like across the street watching us like robbing. <laughs> They're like, oh, what's happening right now? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, so the best on, but. Uh, that could yeah. be a little awkward with no permits, right? The police are called. Hey, these guys are robbing the store. Like, hey. <laughs> Well, here's the deal. So we had to do the store robbery scene, and then um, Rob again. It switched locations last minute, and our other pr- producer, Rob Abate, you know, offered them a hundred bucks for one hour <laughs> filming. And then by the time we got there, you know, we checked it out. We started to set up, so we had half an hour to do that whole yeah, scene. Yeah, nice. We had a PA. It was the only time we actually had a PA <laughs> in the vest outside, so no one would come in when we had the guns. And we bang that puppy out, oh three takes, three angles, boom, done. And then it's in the trailer. It's in the, yeah. you know, it's in the movie. It's an intense scene. It works yeah. Out yeah. We just there's, there's a lot around. of stuff like that, like kind of just uh, there would be like just some, you know, some civilians around, and you kind of just have to <laughs> ignore them and just dive in and not worry about what they're what they're thinking. Hell yeah. Dude, so much. Uh, it just brings back so much stuff. Look, we, we, we've we all been there. I love how you said, you know, you, he shows up to your ghetto set like kind of a thing. Dude, we had to wrap one day early because it started to storm really bad. And, and we we just finished up whatever we could. We knocked it out. The rain was coming and everything. We show up the next day with all these people and the whole fucking roof had caved in. The whole bottom floor is flooded. Everything is a fucking disaster. We're like... Yeah. Uh, just move past that. Let's go upstairs to where we're shooting. Fuck that. Let's just go. But yeah, it's one of those moments like, oh, this doesn't look good at fucking all, but we're going to move past this and everything is fine, guys. Trust us. <laughs> Hoping to God the equipment is good. Everything is fine. But yeah, we've all been there, man. That's like, I don't know. For me, it's just, it makes everything even better. It's just the fun part of fucking doing it, man. Yeah. Well, Cody, Cody comes to, I think what was great was working with Cody was you came from theater, Cody, right? And you had a company, so you were used to fucking ripping tickets at the door, you know? <laughs> no, you know, even though you're on a Netflix show and all that. So Cody was great, and Lexi, too. They were both down for whatever, switching up last minute, you know, because they kind of get it. And to be honest, there's always a couple actors that come, and they're like, what? You got no first AD? You got yeah, no yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's all part of the game. You know? Oh, man, the best, though, like, and, and mad props, Cody, because, you know, not having the ego, not having to check the ego at the door. Yeah, I'm on a big show, and I'm still ripping tickets because that's the art. That's what I do. It's all about, you know, that, that's the way it should be, right? You, you, once yeah. you start getting that ego in the way, you got th- then that becomes a problem, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I find theater is, is very um, um, collaborative. And yeah. film is more of a hierarchy, and you know, watching the way people treat the actors on set, like they, you don't even have to tie your own shoe. People are bringing you coffee. People are like dressing you. People For are, sure, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people kind of start expecting that and demanding things. So, um, I, you know, it's I'm grateful to have come from a theater background and and 
have the mentality that literally every single person is part of the project is just as important as the other. You know what I mean? So we're all creating the same piece of art. So agreed, man. Agreed. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show and sticking with us through all the trials and tribulations. (laughs) Y'all are freaking awesome. It's almost like it was an indie film project. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to say before we go, Rob, I have that picture of Kurt Cobain that's behind you. I have that in, uh, yeah, in my childhood bedroom still. So that's hilarious. I love that picture. Um, but guys let them know where they can follow you all the listeners because you know it's all about social media right now yeah you just go to if you go to uh instagram just at river road movie you'll see my link up there i think cody's on there too but that's kind of probably where you could find it at river road movie on instagram fantastic love it love it well guys like i said thank you so much we're super pumped to see the movie and we're going to be promoting this thing like crazy when we finally see it because it looks absolutely badass like i said touches home so yeah i'm really excited Cheers, guys. Thank you. Oh, right. yeah, man. And keep rocking, dude. I, 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 what you guys are doing is fantastic, and we need more people like you because that's what the industry is all about, man. Cool, guys. Well, thank you for supporting it and understanding it. I, I like yeah, it, man. man. That's how we all do it. That's how we get to live the dream yeah. every day is supporting each other, man. It's the only way to get through it. Appreciate it, guys. Exactly. Awesome. exactly. All right, man. Awesome. Take care, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, bye. See yeah. ya. Cheers. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was a freaking great interview. Woo! <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I love though that when you're talking about things that are going wrong and all the kind of stuff, shit literally goes wrong. Literally. I mean, that is life, y'all, but like like that's how you do it. Yeah. You just overcome, you ride, you adapt, and you make it happen, and just everything about those guys is awesome. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Thank you again, Rob and Cody, for coming on the show. Mm-hmm.